looking for. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you're looking at the Saitama Saint, the Osaka Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Oh, but wait, there's more. Tonight, you're going to get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the ombre with no nombre. He's mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo, El Numero Ooh. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, he couldn't make it this week. He said it'll be here next week. But it is Wednesday night. November 18th, that's right. We're normally uh, coming to you. Uh, we release an episode on Wednesdays, but tonight we're recording. So we're a day late, dollar short. We had to rearrange some things. Uh, Devin and Adam, they both thought they were stage four COVID. <laughs> so we said, uh, hey, let's take a second. They woke up feeling fine this morning. Yeah. No, that's actually not true. It's actually, <laughs> actually not true. I said I could make it. But uh, we said, let's just be safe and wait out another day. So so we, we halted for a second. Halted, yes. Halted. We took a rest spot. Take a rest spot. Speaking of stage four, we didn't bring this up last week. Uh, Alex Trebek died. Yeah. That's huge, like, for me. Because uh, my wife and I, we constantly, like, every night we watch Jeopardy. We at least play, play one game of Jeopardy. It's a great game, man. It's a great game. And uh, Alex Trebek, obviously, he's like an icon. It's a, that's a hard dude to replace. How um, how smart did you feel growing up when you just pop in and your folks are watching or something and you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Lake Titicaca. And they're like, Lake Titicaca. You're like, oh, shit. You know what What's the great- up now? So I watched a, uh, a behind-the-scenes thing on Jeopardy. Uh, they had like on TV one time. Yeah. It's pretty interesting Like as far as like how – I mean, they have writers for that show that have to can constantly think of, of questions, right? And they were talking about how they could make that game Jeopardy hard as shit, right? But then they would lose viewers. So they have to keep some questions uh, like easy enough for, say, like the common per- people like us to answer. Because then you go, oh, man, I feel pretty good right now. I can do that. I can do this, you know? Uh, and that, that can, they're completely right. You have to you have to throw some like kind of softballs in there. And I don't know if they're softballs, but it's something that maybe just like the normal viewer would know. I, I like when the, they get to like final jeopardy and it's some pop culture thing and no one can figure it out. And it's so blatantly obvious. You're like nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Yeah. I've answered. I did uh, not know that. I think I've only answered like a handful of final jeopardy. Oh man. Those are usually the hardest, but uh, every once in a while, you know what the funny thing is too, is when, when you get final jeopardy, right? You have good sex that night. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you like, like when there's a question, right? And you just, relate it to something else uh like the first thing that comes to your mind when they say a topic it's the first thing that, and you just blurt it out and it turns out it's the right answer yeah you, you didn't really know that you knew the answer yeah you just kind of threw it it's just it's just the first thing that went like that came out the top of your head right so that's always fun too because that's about i say about 60 percent of my answers when i do answer correctly it is uh it is from that that first thing that you throw uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just a, it's just a, a hail mary toss, and you're like, oh shit, that worked. Ah, good yeah. for me. Yeah. Good for me. Yeah, I was trying to think. There was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know how people do like trivia nights and whatnot, the bars. Yeah. My most recent uh, trivia night 
uh, question that I got right that I felt proud of. This is, again, more pop culture than anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was what was Netflix's first ever original series? Would it have to be Orange is the New Black? Uh-uh. What is it? Uh, House of Cards. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember that being like hyped. So I remember having the... Uh, anyway, we got that right and we won. So I was like, suck it. But uh, uh, we had... Um, the, I had the DVD version of Netflix back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have like anything to watch. I didn't have a laptop or anything. And this is before like Roku sticks and whatever. Uh-huh. So um, I remember them being like, oh, we're switching to only streaming options. Like that's the only way you can do it. And uh, to promote it, we're having a brand new special series. It's going to be like, you know one of the best series out there, Emmy nominated and all this. We're bringing in Kevin Spacey, the kid diddler. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to try to make this thing happen. I'm like, how fucking stupid are they, man? They're losing my business. I ain't fucking with them anymore if they're taking rid of my discs. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And then of course, anyway, I remember that. I remember the promotional material for house of cards for when that was coming out. That's the only reason I remembered that. Yeah. My wife dug that show too. That's good. First couple seasons. I remember uh, when they shut down the blockbuster in my house, and I was fucking furious. Man, kids in the future will never know what it's like to go browse a blockbuster and look for the movie that you and your girlfriend yes. or whatever is going to watch that night. Oh, yes. Well, people don't get it. They're like, oh, you just go through Netflix. And you go. I'm like, how exhausting is it to go on Netflix and look for... I mean, what, 30 minutes sometimes just chicken yeah. through all their shit, tick, 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 tick. Yeah. And then if you have the volume on to every time you move it, it goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, fuck that. Um, going to Blockbuster was an event. Like it was like, oh shit, we're doing a movie night. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to go to Blockbuster. And you know, when you get there, I'm going to get some, sour, I'm going to get some Sour Patch Kids. Uh, I'm probably going to get some, what do you want? Junior Mints? All right, Junior Mints. It's a movie, but it's at your house, bro. Okay. And then you walk around, you know, where am I going? I don't need it to be displayed in front of me. Westerns. Because I'm looking to watch Tombstone tonight. You go over there. Oh, what's next to Tombstone? I never saw this. Let's read the synopsis on the back. It doesn't automatically play a trailer for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. let's read. Oh, that looks like a good That looks like good box art. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? There was something like fun about actually physically walking into a blockbuster. Yes. And selecting the movies you know that you're going to rent. And, uh, and then forgetting to return them. And oh, getting fuck hit yeah. up with late fees. Bro, I, I remember um, right before they ate shit, they started turning into like a like a blockbuster mixed with a hot topic because <laughs> they would start selling like movie shirts. Yeah, like oh, yeah. here's a Godfather shirt and here's like a Scarface shirt, and then they started selling like posters, but they were hung. They weren't actual posters. They were like prints, like paintings. But they were framed already, and they were massive. Mm-hmm. So it looked like you'd have, like, you know, if you went to a movie theater and you've got these huge, massive, uh, you know, prints on the walls. Like, you had that in your house. I had a couple of those. I had, like, a 300 one. Nice. I think I had... Just yoked up dudes. Oh, yeah, dude. Great abs on your wall. Oh, fuck yeah. Godfather. I had a Godfather I had one. a Godfather poster. And I Godfather had... 1 and 2 are masterpieces. And then the third one is a total piece of shit. They're doing a director's cut of the third one where they're like, oh, the ending is going to be more satisfying. I'm like, motherfucker, the ending wasn't the problem. No, it was the, the whole damn thing. It's the incest. <laughs> it was The whole thing was gnarly. Yeah. It's terrible. It's unwatchable. God, it's which unwatchable. one do you like better, one or two? Um, Probably one. Yeah. But number two is also just fantastic. I like one better because I like Brando. 
I like seeing Brando in there. Yeah. Like that to me was like that's what kind of made like I don't know if you could have I don't know if Godfather would have ever taken off without without Brando. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 murdered that that role as the Godfather. I don't know who you could fill that with. Who would have been old at the time? Couldn't tell you, man. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. I uh we may have talked about this on the show before, but my grandparents went to uh in the 70s they moved out to Italy because my grandfather was a contract worker for the Navy. Mm-hmm. So they like worked on a Navy base. So my mom, my aunt, my uncle, they all moved there. When this is when they were in high school and um, at middle school too. But uh, they made friends with this guy who was like a legit, no bullshit mafia don yep. out there in Naples. And um, they were telling me all this stuff. They were like, hey, you know, when you graduate high school, we're going to take you. If you take four years of Spanish, we're going to take you to Spain. Well, my junior year, uh, they went to Spain. So I was like, ah, fuck it. We'll take you to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> so I graduated. We went to Italy. So I got four years of Spanish. So we're going to take you to Italy. It's the same language, basically. And uh, so we go out there, and they're telling me, like, hey, remember that Mafia Don we were telling you about? We're going to stay at his house for two weeks. Like, we, we went all over. But like, we're going to stay there. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, whatever. We pull up, and it's just like the godfather where it's an enormous property with like four houses on it where you've got the big house up front and then you've got like a consigliere's house in the back and like one of the sons has his own house i'm talking about like with like the you pull up and you're driving the car around the big loop and everything yeah. and there's 20 cars up there so, some hired goons by holy the front shit it was legit we stayed in the house all by ourselves my my me and my grandparents and his name, I'll tell you after the episode, but his name, you hear it and you're like, oh, that's such a good mafia name. But um, <laughs> we were we were sitting down for dinner one night. This was like our third night there. And um, they were there. They made their own wine and they brought all the, oh, this is the best wine. You're going to love it and blah, blah, blah. It tastes like shit. <laughs> you're going to love this wine. I'm like, I'm like, all right, man, like whatever. I'm, you know, I was 18 at the time or yeah, I I just turned 18. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, no sweat. I can drink here. It's no big deal. My grandparents were pissed, (laughs) but, um, you know, they had some old fashioned, like, uh, you know, pasta that they made and just like real traditional, um, Italian food. It was amazing. And, uh, all of a sudden there's this like, like this meek little knock at the door. And, uh, he's like looking over and he's kind of pissed. And he's like, da da yell something through the door. A little longer. He's like, oh, he gets pissed off, right? He, like, clears his table, stands up, goes to the door, and opens it. Opens the door. This guy's got a semi-automatic that he's leaning on his shoulder. He's, like, talking on the door with a semi-automatic over his shoulder, just talking to the guy. And the guy starts – I'm, I'm afraid for this guy's life because he starts – tearing him a new asshole pointing at us like oh my fucking guests are here and blah blah blah. you bring this shit to my table right now it's fucking dinner time bro chase this guy outside talked him up and down and kicked him out and he's like okay uh miss scoozy i'll I'll be right back you know know, take care of this real quick like thank you please (laughs) holy Uh. shit goes off i hear him yelling comes back in like okay uh, more wine <laughs> like holy shit <laughs> anyway so it was pretty pretty incredible stuff he told me um because it was me and his grandkids he goes look you guys are gonna go down um to, to you know downtown napoli like it's it's great but 
you know the people sometimes they try to start start stuff if you're a foreigner he goes just mention my name if something happens mention my name he goes you get you know if the cops try to shake you down for anything just give them my name they'll bring you right to the house damn i'm like holy shit so we went out there uh my wife and i a couple years ago oh it was actually right before the year my daughter it was right before my daughter was born and uh we went out to italy and he had passed away but his family is still in business obviously uh-huh. so they're like hey you're gonna be in italy we want to we want to have a big uh a big um lunch with you come have lunch come have lunch right where oh we have a restaurant we have a restaurant come over all right so we pull into this like cornfield or some shit it's a field drive for a long ass time we're just following the car in front of us um keep driving literally in the middle of nowhere then we finally open up to a giant parking lot like the kind of lot like where you go to a christmas tree farm yeah and it's just like a big parking lot for no reason and then there was a um the restaurant was right there but it had metal a metal like fence like what's that called where it's got like the pointy tips on top uh, spikes or spiky whatever, like yeah. a spiky kind of fence yeah um all the way around it and on top of the restaurant were guys with guns yep with rifles Standing at each side of the restaurant, and it was, I think it was like little turret systems, not not just on the restaurant at the time. Like, what are we doing? What's happening here? They're like, oh, well, it's our restaurant. You know, it's just for safety. (laughs) Safety. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. By the way, they're in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And this is just a cornfield. So they can just see anyone coming from, you know, two miles away, I'm sure. Uh, So we go inside, and there's another family, and they're off in the corner doing their own thing. Um, and then there was just this big ass table for us, but this restaurant was massive. I mean, think about going to oh, like the size of this restaurant. My God, it'd be hard to to compare. But like maybe it was a big if, restaurant. If you have you been to like Carl Strauss or something like that, yeah. Okay, well, Carl Strauss, like one of the bigger one of the bigger ones in San Diego, the bigger Carl Strauss. Just goes on forever, right? But it wrapped the corner too. It was mm. shaped like a, a U. That's the shape of this building. Um, and we were the only two in there. And it was very clear that like it was a private chef and all this. Like this was not a restaurant that was open for business. Like this was just available to the family and like associates of the family and to get business done. It was very straight. There wasn't there wasn't a menu. <laughs> It's just like we'll bring you out food and drinks. <laughs> Fucking crazy, dude! Some of the craziest shit ever. My uh, my grandfather on my mom's side was uh in the navy, and he was stationed over in Italy. So my uh my nana, and for anybody that doesn't doesn't know what a nana is, that's my grandmother on my mom's side. Uh, went over there with my my uh my aunt and my mom when they were like two and three or some shit like that. And my mom actually spoke Italian. They were over there for a little while, like a couple of years. And since then, she, you know, they've all forgot Italian and shit like that. But uh, they got kidnapped one time. <laughs> my mom and my mom and aunt. They had a housekeeper, and um, for some reason, this housekeeper took my my mom and my aunt without telling my my grandparents. And uh, they, the housekeeper took it, took them to the, her house, and didn't tell anybody. And this is way back before cell phone, or you know, phone, like this is a long, long time ago. You know, like I'm sure like communicating wasn't easy back then, and you know, maps you ain't got no GPS going on. But anyways, they had to go to the grand, uh, the uh, the housekeeper's house, and and they found 
they found my my aunt, my mom, and I don't I, I don't know what happened to the house. Don't say it like that because the next word usually is dead. So no, they, no, they were there. No, because it wasn't mafia style like <laughs> right. you. It was you know obviously they had the authorities, but I don't I, I'm not sure exactly what happened. But uh, they think like she was like a communist sympathizer or something like that because this is after the big war. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so and I was like I didn't find that out till like a year or two ago. That's why my nana she just passed away last year, and she just <gasps> pulled that that story out and I'm like my my mom was kidnapped <laughs> you know like that's kind of strange my my mom told me a story uh I, this man what a weird country that like this shit is like everyone has a story about this like my mom uh I guess this was back when um uh what's it called hitchhiking was just normal yeah so they were hitchhiking somewhere and the guy was like all right fuck you we're taking off we're going somewhere else she's there with her friends and they had to like pull the clutch on the car and <laughs> bail out like damn yeah so apparently it's you know not uncommon to have pieces of shit try to take you over there. the world's not a safe place it the wasn't not a safe place and if people think the world's unsafe now oh yeah imagine it 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago 50 years ago think about it man <clears throat> surveillance cameras are everywhere yeah, you know, motherfuckers got it on their front door with their uh, their doorbell. You know, there's surveillance cameras everywhere. So getting away with a crime nowadays is uh, is pretty like tough, right? Because you know, there's just cameras everywhere. And yeah, man, it's crazy. I was gonna say like the Manson murders would yep. not have happened today because he would have showed up at her front door, yeah, and then she would have been like, I don't know who this guy is. Call the cops. They would have gone looking for him. He probably goes to jail before any of that stuff happens. Yeah. It's it's just weird because, like, uh, that was NPA. What's up, NPA? Hello. <clears throat> um, I was told not to say what up, dog, or what up, homie anymore. Last week, you started the episode with Benny saying, what up, homie? And yeah. it was the most embarrassed I've ever been for you. Mike can pull it off because Mike's got, you know, Mike's got the streets behind him. I'm gangster as fuck. <laughs> it reminds me of a... Uh, Oh, speaking of another guy who died, Sean Connery. Yeah. He was, where he's like, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you ever see the video of him talking to Barbara Walters, talking about, like, yes. he's, he's down to, like, smack abroad? Yeah, dude. It's crazy. It's very, he's like, of all the things to get behind and, like, puff your chest up about, like, that's a weird one. And he was like, he didn't blink an eye. He's like, oh, yeah. If I got to go upside a girl's head, like, it's crazy. If she gets out of line, she gets the back of my hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, man. Weird but yeah, Sean, um, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean Connery and, and Alex Trebek, they passed away. That's yeah. Um, fuck, I forget I was going to say something about Italy or... Yeah. Oh, well. <clears throat> oh, no, no. Uh, about safety and, like, things being shitty, right? No. Uh-huh. When you were a kid, I mean, you were around Ramona, so... Uh, I'm sure it was even more so for you, but like, dude, we would get out of school. I remember one time in particular, like apparently this was a thing this one day and I think it was because it had just hit daylight savings, but we would, we'd get out of school and we'd go check in at home, eat, grab food, and then go like ride our bikes. Yeah. Until the streetlights come forever. on. Forever. Ride your bikes. Where? I don't know. I don't even know where we rode them. We just, you know how to get home. You yeah. might not know the street name, but you know how to get home. And there was this, uh, area behind a warehouse it was just like a dirt field that was uh somewhat between the, the school we went to and the apartments um 
And they had massive jumps. Like, you know, the kids would go there and invest a lot of time building jumps. Dirt jumps, yeah. And we would go there on these dirt tracks and just ride our bikes for hours. And one time we rode until like, it must have been like 6.30 or something like that. And it had just gotten dark. And everyone's parents showed up at the same time freaking the fuck out. Where have you been? Ah, like, we're like, what? You're fucking crazy. We're right here. You can see us when you're driving by on the road. But, like, can you imagine today, like, with my daughter, when she's, I don't know, 10 years old, if she's like, I'm going to take my bike and take the fuck off, even though I had to have a phone or, you know, some way of tracking, like, like hell you are? (laughs) Like, like hell you are? It's crazy now, like, uh, because my my brother and sister-in-law, they have kids, and they have, like, GPS trackers on their phone, basically, so they can see where where their kids are. Because the kids are at, like, an age where they can kind of, like, go ride bikes off by themselves yeah. with the friends and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know, they, they on their phone, they can really look at it and see where the hell they are, which did not exist when I was a kid. It was right. It was like you left the house, you rode your bikes, you went and rode with your friends all day, and then when the streetlights came on, it's time to go home. Bro, I might have told this on the podcast before, but there was a time um, all my friends, you know, one parent would be in charge of picking kids up, right? Yeah. Um, and all of our friends, we went to the community pool and I was like, I'll pick you up at five or some shit. She didn't show up at five. So we're all out there waiting. Like, where the fuck is this chick? <laughs> six, so six o'clock comes along. She's not there. Like, okay. Like six thirty. like, cool. I guess we're walking the fuck home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. 40 minutes. So we all walked and then, uh, walked to my friend's house, uh, his, his parents' house, well, his house, obviously. And again, it was one of those situations where all the parents were freaking out. And like my mom like drove there. She was all freaking out. Like, where the fuck were you? And I'm like, dog, <laughs> it's two hours. Where were you? <laughs> like, you know where we were supposed to be. Like, yeah, it's one of, like, I don't know, man. Cell phones, you know, and I can't even imagine how good cell phones are going to be in 10 years. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. It's crazy to think about like the Internet and all this recent technology because it's in its infancy, right? It's straight up in its infancy. How long has iPhones been around? 10 years? Maybe yeah. more, a little bit more than that? That's nothing. You yeah. know, it's crazy. I think the first iPhone came out in like 06 or something, right? Or okay, so 50. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember my mind was blown away when I first saw an iPhone. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Dude, like, it's so funny. Like, people who are early adapters uh, and early adopters to technology versus like me, like, even though I've, we've grown up with this shit, yeah. like, I'm always like, the internet that's such bullshit it's a total fan <laughs> yeah yeah or like uh <laughs> like when the iphone came out i'm like dog where's the buttons like this is stupid. yeah, yeah. It's 2007 crazy, was when the iphone came out but like yeah when they, they didn't have buttons i'm like what yeah Who's, what's a phone with no buttons you're stupid i'm gonna press the screen all the time that's dumb yeah <laughs> like, anyways hey i guess i got a question selena vega from mm-hmm. the WWE. Oh, she yeah. She recently got released. Oh, she got released for top for popping off of the mouth? Sean Connery wouldn't Sean have had Connery, that. Sean Connery, man. He wouldn't have had Back that. Back of the hand. But anyway, she got she got let go because, Adam, did you read any into any of this stuff? Like, she bit yeah. the hand she, that... She would refuse to do, conf, what's the, conform <clears throat> with the new rule uh-huh. with the with Twitch the and everything. Third-party stuff? What I found out is she actually makes more money doing Twitch, OnlyFans, and whatever else she was doing than she did in WWE. Yeah. What was the second one? OnlyFans. Uh, you can have an OnlyFans without doing what know, you I think. Know. What else would you do with an OnlyFans? It's just a Patreon at uh, that point, right? Just, you get exclusive pictures or some shit. I don't know. I would never do that. But um, Yeah, because so she, she put out a tweet 
saying like she su- she supports unionization, right? And then like ten minutes later, the Fed put out like a tweet saying that she's been released. She had already been fired by that point. Yeah, from what so I'd people heard. are like, she got fired in ten minutes. It's like no, there's something more here to the to this, you know. It just so happens that you know the ten minute gap, ha- you know, with between tweets. <clears throat> but um, I just thought that was pretty interesting. I you know, and I feel like. Is this going to affect a lot of people's thinking when it comes to signing with WWE? Absolutely. You know, you see a lot of people jumping on board, supporting her and all that kind of stuff. And all I can think is, you know, you mm. motherfuckers, if you got a contract put in front of you, you'd sign the dotted line. Well, let's say our let's say the po- our podcast is like doing well, like Jericho's podcast, right? Like Jericho's podcast is doing very well. I'm sure we do about the same numbers. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, give or take. Close, close. Give 90%. Take. I'll give them 90%. Um, of ours, but uh, if we, if you know, if, if you have your own podcast, it takes off like that, and there's money to be had if you're, you know, yeah. a top podcast. And they're like, look, um, that's our podcast now. <laughs> it's the WWE podcast presents, you know, Chris Jericho yeah. or, or, or the Hogsman or whatever. Um, you know, the money goes to us. Can't talk about this shit. And uh, if you are gonna do it, we'll give you a percentage of it. Like, you'd be like, dude, fuck off. This is mine. I made this. You know what's interesting? So I'm guessing all this Twitch and OnlyFans and whatever way you can make money on the side, it's it's a new it's a new thing, right? It's it's Nobody saw this stuff happening. So it's, I'm sure in the contract for these, for these wrestlers, it didn't say, hey, by the way, you cannot have a Twitch, any kind of third-party thing. So... It's kind of almost like WWE like reneging on the contract, you know, and being like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, re, you know, rewrite these contracts, and we're gonna force you to, you know, you can't get grandfathered in. You gotta have to, you're gonna have to abide by this." And it's like that's probably pissing off a lot of people. Now, if Devin, you got presented by with a contract and it said, "Hey, here's the rules. By the way, third party, uh, you know, content, whatever. You can't do it. Can't do it. You okay? Hey, that's fair." That's right. the rules. Yeah, it's presented to you. But it sucks that they're taking away, you know, like they're kind of just like they're 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 making the rules as they go. It sounds like with these contracts. So that sucks. She was pretty good too, man, as far as like character-wise and all that kind of stuff, you know. She will do very well wherever she goes next. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. Yeah. But I also wonder is this the first one because you know, she's married to a guy who's in the company who they haven't used who's in she a while. To? Alistair Black. Oh. oh. Who they haven't used in a while. So I'm sure he's not super excited about his wife getting canned for something like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Xavier Woods, AJ Styles, both do Twitch and all that stuff. They, you know, they're pretty regular doing it. They apparently had a meeting like a month ago in Stanford with Vince and he just didn't give a shit. He's yeah. like, no. You gotta stop. Mm. I got a question. Um, Drake Younger, the referee. Oh God. What's going on with him? I don't know. They've apparently there's some. We talked about it a little bit with the Wayfair thing. Okay. Apparently that was like uh, what's the name? You know more than this, Devin. QAnon, whatever. The, what the QAnon. QAnon. Yeah. So apparently uh, he's like really in bed with a lot of these people and. He he was doing this thing for a while where he was selling these shirts for a charity and all these people were, oh, it's a QAnon-based charity. And now he's on this, I don't know, it's called Parlor. It's apparently like an alt-right Facebook. Oh, really? 
I guess. And he follows a bunch of these alt-right accounts. And so basically a lot of people are like discovering what kind of person he is. And I'm like, that's weird. Cause I like six years ago, if you ask anybody about Drake younger, they'd tell you he's a great guy and yeah, that's everyone liked him. And now it's like, he's a piece of shit because of this. And it's like, uh, okay. I mean, um, cause I, I, I noticed that people were kind of like going hard on him. And I was like, I've heard nothing but like good things about yeah. this guy from the boys that actually like had in, in person interactions with him back when he was, you know, on the Indies yeah. and working in the Southern California That's area. something we should ask Benny about. So yeah, that Benny used to work with him a lot. Yeah. Back in yeah, the day. That's right. And, and in PWG too, they worked a couple of times, but they did like hardcore matches. Yeah. They, they had a match at PWG that I think was like one of the only times I actually saw Benny live at PWG where they were just, giving each other like vertebrakers like Ugh. nonstop and it was just yeah it was that move scares the shit out of me yeah me too and he no sold it whoever took it. I forget who took it but the guy took it no sold it but that's uh, irrelevant I just thought that was kind of strange that I, I kept seeing his name pop up and people were like oh fuck this guy and I'm like what did he do exactly and I didn't get like what was what was going on with that I mean it's, people are just trying to cancel everyone at this point so like even uh, Gina Carano she's on uh, The Mandalorian what, what'd she do she was she was tweeting stuff about um, counting all the votes and you know the the you know basically the the election's not over and due process needs to take place and you know Trump is has every right to contest the places he's contesting and like just stuff like that and people want her canceled too. I think huh. a lot of that though, some of it was that, mm. but then there were people who because Sasha's episode of The Mandalorian aired last week, I guess. Yeah, I didn't I see it. it. I I guess people want her to replace her on the show now. So that's oh, a lot of those. That's stupid. The, the Sasha Twitter, which don't ever engage with those people in a negative way about her. I, <laughs> please don't. It's the scariest mob group of Twitter people. Huh. It's scarier than the mafia, actually. I remember watching Gina Carano fight back in the day, man. You were like, this chick is hot and she can kick ass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's interesting, man. I always like see these people like these names getting brought up. And people saying like, "Oh, fuck them, fuck them," and it's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, you're trying to research it, like, but you can't find, you know, any. Thank God, Adam's a lot smarter with that. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing people were mad about this weekend. I think that's why the Drake Younger stuff came up is because they did fire Zelina, who for literally just that. And then you have like Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, that have all done. That have, stuff. you all these guys that have done really questionable moral stuff when it comes to like pedophilia and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's like. I think that has a lot to do with it too, but huh. you know, interesting. What do you think about Dev unionization in the wrestling business? Immunization, like you have to be get your immunizations before you can wrestle. Unionization. Oh, unionization. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, sorry, I heard immun. Well, the reason I said that is because we're talking about the QAnon shit, and the QAnon stuff is like pushing theories about immunization and oh, really? that you're not going to be able to travel without like an immunization card for covid and stuff and people are like freaking out well Ticketmaster's already mm. said that they when they start doing events again they might not let you in if you haven't gotten the vaccine or right so that's haven't tested within three days and i'm like I, I i guess but i don't know you can't force someone to take a vaccine if they don't want to um i don't you know it, it wouldn't have to be a conversation if they were just you know if wrestlers were just held as employees you know what i mean like yeah. unfortunately if, if you were just like Hey, we don't have to push for unionization if we just had, you know, had us as employees with H proper HR department where we could take our grievances and not be penalized. Well, my question is, is like people are like after uh, Zelina, <clears throat> Zelina Vega made that comment about 
you know, supporting unions in professional wrestling. So like, where does it get cut off? So you're talking about just like a a union for WWE? Yeah, it it would have to be the, you know, the main ones. And the problem with that is, um, once you start working with non-union workers, there's a problem. Yeah. Right. So it, let's say it's for anyone, let's say there's no COVID and it's for anyone wrestling consistently in venues, um, with that hold over 3000 attendance in, in attendance, right? Like that, whatever, for whatever reason, that's the cutoff. So we're talking AEW, new Japan, WWE, maybe, I don't know. Does ring of honor do that anymore? I think more than 3000. I think they do. All right. So yeah. yeah. So like maybe if there, maybe it's X amount of dates throughout the year, but so let's say like, if you're kind of, you know, it's an exclusive club at that point. Now, to become unionized, to become a part of that union, oftentimes there's things that you have to do. Like if you're not hired by one of those people, if you don't fit the qualifications, like you can't be a part of the union. Uh-huh. So imagine not being able to be a part of that union. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to get fucking... The only way to get hired or to get a look is to have someone vouch for you within the union and shit like that. And that becomes a problem. But that's it, it, wrestling as a whole would be impossible. It would have to be <clears throat> like WWE or something like that. And wrestlers are notoriously known for backstabbing yeah yeah you could never you could never unionize all of one of my neighbors asked me about uh they brought up uh the prop right what was it pop 20 that was the delivery driver kind of stuff right yeah which passed and uh i was like yeah if that passes it will uh it'll affect wrestlers too in california right and uh my neighbors are like how's that and i was like well you know, uh, WWE wrestlers are independent contractors. They say yet, you know, they kind of hold them still in mm-hmm. WWE. You know, you think like independent contractor, you're allowed to go do whatever you want, right. but unfortunately, no, that's not how it is. So I was explaining to them, and they're like, and wrestlers won't unionize. And I was like, well, let me tell you how wrestling works. <laughs> Two wrestlers want to do this. The third wrestler goes, no, nah, fuck that. This bit, this this promotion treats me pretty good. Um, I'm not down with that. And if you guys want to bail out, I'm going to stay. And, uh, and by the way, I'm going to go tell, I'm going to go tell the promoter <laughs> right now that you guys are trying to like, you know, form a union and all that kind of stuff. And then you're oh, all yeah. going to get, and then, then you two are going to get fired and I'm going to stay around. Yeah. It's like, okay, for the union, everyone needs to make a hundred bucks. That's, that's all we needed. Then some new kid who can do flips was like, I'll do it for 20 bucks. I just want to wrestle, man. Yeah, I just want to wrestle. I'll do I it for free wrestle. and I'll set up the ring. And I'll sit at the ring. All right, well, I'm going to use this new kid who can flip more than you, Devin. Well, I can't flip. Well, that's my point. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'll make him into a star. Yeah, he'll be a fucking star. By the yeah. way, by the way, I uh, so I don't think we said it. We said it before the podcast, but I got a COVID test today. Yeah. This is just for anyone who's listening. That motherfucker went so far in my head that I blew my nose. I, like, popped my ears when I got here. I closed my nose to pop my ears, uh-huh. and I feel like there's a fucking golf ball yeah. Behind my like sinus now, from where they popped a hole into my brain, <laughs> like, Jesus, into my head. Like I feel like there's air stuck up there now. So I'm, if you look at me and I'm over here like doing shit with my face, it's because I, I don't know what happened. They popped my, popped something, and uh, and now I'm dying. They went too deep. Went too deep. Went too deep. It was like uh, what's that movie with Arnold? Uh, Total Recall. Yeah, Total Recall. Fuck yeah. When was he pulls th- that thing out of his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Was the new one any good? Uh, Colin Farrell. You know what? I don't think I, I didn't watch it, and I don't give a fuck about remakes. I fucking hate them. 
I fucking hate them. Did you watch any of the new, the newest Terminator where they brought back uh, the girl who plays Sarah Connor? I think I watched all the way up to Genesis, which was bullshit. It's where um, Daenerys. It's where John Connor actually becomes part of the machines. What? Yeah, it's 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 big. It's it, they <clears throat> man. Here we the- go. You're talking about the first Terminator, right? Really good. <clears throat> really good. The second Terminator. Incredible, right? You watch that today and you go, This movie That's one of the best movies is of all time. So fucking good. And very rarely does uh, a sequel uh be better than the than the original movie, right? That movie's great. And then you had like what, Rise of the Machines, and then you had uh Genesis. What was the one with Christian Bale? That was the one you just had there, I think the Rise of the Machines. No, that wasn't Rise No, no, of no. Machines. Rise of the Machines had the girl. That had uh Is that the third the third one, which had Claire Danes? Claire Danes, that's Rise of the Machines. Yeah. So that's the third one, okay. Yeah. And then you had Christian Bale in that one. That uh, was Salvation. That was Salvation, yeah. And then you had Genesis. That one was shit. I have it. I'll it was okay. It, it was but no, okay. But I got a big pot because at the end of it, all of a sudden you see the factory where they're building all the Arnold. And yeah. you're like, oh, God damn. And the, yeah, the, then one of the Arnolds <clears throat> comes out. It's yeah. Sick. But uh, we're, how the fuck did we Genesis. That's the one with Daenerys, right? Or uh, what's her name from uh, Game yeah, of Thrones? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Khaleesi. I think that's her. Who's playing Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get on this topic again? I don't know. But the new the new one that came out like a year ago. That one has the original Sarah Connor. Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, and that's supposed. I haven't seen that one yet. That is supposed to be, I guess, the sequel to the second one. Yeah. Really. Because the rest of them, they just said. To I ignore. hate when they do that. When like yeah. you have such a good franchise, and then you start fucking with it, and then they immediately pissed everybody off. I'm not going to go into spoilers if you don't want to. But yeah, in the spo- beginning, the, of the movie came out like two yeah, fucking years ago. Okay. Well, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it's supposed to f- be after the second one. They kill John Connor in yeah. the first five minutes. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Oh. So everything the second movie was about is rendered pointless. Well, didn't he come back later in that movie? No, he came back in that movie to be killed in the first five minutes. Oh, uh, okay. So everyone was like, they announced he was in the movie and everyone's excited because I think James Cameron did the But it Cameron was just, it was just a too. CG version of him as a kid. It, but it was him actually doing it. What was that kid's name? Edward. Edward Furlong. Uh, he was also in American History X, which is also another incredible movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Um, he dies in that too. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Edward Furlong dies in that movie? Yeah, he gets shot at the end, remember? Because <clears throat> he's, uh, he's Edward Norton's brother. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he's, he gets shot by the, the guy who uh, Edward Norton curb stomps, his brother. Oh, no shit. Shoots him in the bathroom at the end That's of the movie. Right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, because you think right. the movie's going to have a happy ending. So and wait, then it Furlong came back to play the C- to play the boy that got CGI'd over? He literally just, they did the thing they did in like... Uh, they de-aged him? Yeah, they de-aged That's him. That's stupid. So he literally, I'm, but I'm sure he's had a rough couple uh, of years. Yeah, so it was like a nice... So I'm sure it was, the payday was nice, but they were like, we, hey, by the way, we're going to kill you in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Remember the Guns N' Roses song for uh, Terminator 2? You Could Be Mine? I don't know. Fuck yeah, dude. What, which one was that? You Could Be Mine. I don't know. I just remember the... Terminator theme. Um, anyway, if you're going to fuck with the timeline, Terminator is one that I don't see an issue with. See, that's the hardest thing, man. When you have a movie franchise that has uh, uh, um, time, uh, time, travel. time travel in it, and you start fucking with all that, it fucks everything up, man. It fucks everything up. X-Men. Who knows what's going on with X-Men movies now? 
Well, there's gonna be a whole new batch of X Men now because I, I, I Marvel owns it. Scrap all there's that a what? shit and start it over. There's gonna be a whole new X Men now. Oh yeah, X-Men. because they were bought in the uh, Fox purchase. My so. my biggest issue with what they did in um, Infinity War or Endgame is when they did the time travel because I'm like, dude, yeah. that can be the answer for everything now. Yeah. You guys know how to time travel. Yeah. Oh fuck, they blew up New York. Oh, let's do a time machine and go back. If it brings back Tobey Maguire, I don't give a shit, which is what it's doing. That's fine. Because Tobey Maguire's coming back. I'm good with that. That's oh, really? Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, apparently the next Spider-Man movie, even I think there's, I think in the next Doctor Strange movie, they're supposedly going to have all the versions of Spider-Man in one movie. Mm. So Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Are you guys, you brought up Sasha. Are you guys watching The Mandalorian? Yeah, did you see I her? Did it. you see her thing in it? Yeah, she, uh, it's got like two or three lines. Bro, there. I know you're not like deep into the, some of the shit. So like when, uh, when my daughter was born, I, I was home for two weeks. I watched the Clone Wars, which was the uh, the cartoon, right? the cartoon one, right? And um, they just finished up the newest season on on Disney Plus. They went like four years without a season or some shit like that. And it was the last season was fucking incredible. It's some of the best Star Wars. Like you don't even have to see the rest of it. Watch like the last three episodes of the Clone Wars on Disney Plus. Blow your mind as far as as far as just like really well done Star Wars. Um, this episode of The Mandalorian tied some shit in all the way back from Clone Wars where they like brought someone out from like animation put them in live a- action so well done it has so many implications and consequences for the te- the series The Mandalorian really it's fucking bananas okay well, so let me ask you a question regarding that so yeah. for Mike who's not that familiar with that stuff not the Clone like, Wars but he no, knows but I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big Star Wars guy but yeah I, I didn't That's fuck a, with yeah, the yeah, cartoons yeah. so when they do stuff like that for someone who's like a casual viewer of like the, not even casual but like they haven't they're not as inundated with everything as what you are like you don't think there's like a mini problem with that like no no because they they said here's why they set up this they already told you the biggest things uh she tells you that she knows mandalore uh she's like the third generation whatever she's like i've been in here for generations like i'm the shit like you don't know me i'm the shit right you know that she's after the dark saber, or you can assume that she's after the dark saber, which is the, what that uh, what homeboy carries around in that what show. What Moff right? Gideon had at the end, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, and you know that uh, man that the Mandalorian is. She said that he's part of the Children of the Watch, which is like a offshoot of. She said like religious zealots. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. Sets it up perfect. Like radicals, right? Yeah. yeah, like they all they have to do is like give you two or three more pieces of information. And you'll be like, oh, no way. That's fucking crazy. And you'll be like, that's good. I got it. I'm yeah. Caught up. See, I watched, I watched the first season of Man, uh, Mandalorian. And I just started watching the second season. And I, I've watched all the episodes of the second season. And I, I'm, I think it's great. If there is backstories to it that I don't know about from you watching Clone Wars, that's cool. But yeah. it doesn't affect how I watch it at all. I'm like, yeah. it, I didn't even know it. You know, I knew uh, when that homeboy... Uh, was it the third episode when he walked in in Boba Fett's yeah. gear? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's got Boba Fett's gear on. Yeah. And, and then he was like, they were like, yeah, it came out of the Sarlacc. And he yeah. got it from the uh, Utini guys. Uh, <laughs> what the, the, sand, the Tusken Raiders? No, no, no. Those are the sand people. Uh, he got it from the little Ewok looking oh, cats yeah, yeah, gotcha, that gotcha. drive around that big. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. the fuck are they called? I can't remember their name right Jawas. now. Jawas. Jawas. There you Jawas. Go. But, Anyways, uh, but but the guy at the end of the episode, the bald guy, was was uh, Boba Fett. Oh, really? Yeah. So the guy who's watching them at the end—that's Boba Fett. No shit. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. So 
What, so that's how'd you, how'd you pick up on that? He turned around and so the okay, you gotta I, go back. I, I remember that. And you I gotta was go like, back. Who the fuck is that guy? Go back to the prequels. They they had Django Fett, right? Yes. Jang, and uh, they based all the clone the army off of him. Yeah. All the clones are based off him. And he then Samuel L. did work and cut his head off. Django's. Right. Yeah. But he kept one for himself. He's like, yes. this is my, I'm gonna raise him as my own the son. Kid, this yes. is Boba Fett. Yeah. Right. The actor that played Django Fett is the actor that turned around. Turned around. It was the same actor. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even notice that. Yeah. So, obviously, the clone child grew up to be Boba Fett, went in the Sarlacc pit, supposedly got killed, came out, and took off. The guy turned around. It's the same right age and everything. It's the same actor. Oh, fuck yeah. So, yeah. But that's Boba Fett that. watching them. I did not know that. I didn't. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that you up. got I it. appreciate that. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you some some of the so we don't bore everyone listening right now because I know we got questions to get to too. Um, I'll give you the uh, background that you don't have for the characters that showed up in this most recent episode. All right, all right, I'm down with that. Might as well get some questions. But uh, oh wait, shit! The American Kaiju was on primetime live. You guys see that? Uh, I did see a young lady. What referring to herself as the American Kaiju? I saw that too. Uh, we're talking too. about uh, Lindsay Snow. Lindsay Snow, yeah. It was uh, long overdue. She was uh, over there for um, power for a while. Yep. So now United has two American Kaijus wrestling for them. Yep. I wonder how we're going to figure this out. It's how in a, wrestling do you figure that out? How do you sort out well, like, a disagreement? Well, obviously it comes down to a battle in the ring. Fuck, man. You'll probably, we'll probably have to lose the first one. I'll have to lose the first and the you'll second. Win have you the seen second her? one. Fuck, dude. If, you, if they saw us, in, it's one of those things where you see two people in the ring, they're like, how'd that guy win? Yeah. If they saw me and her, they're like, he didn't win. And That's then you got to have a blow-off match, blow-off which match. is probably a cage Let's match. Let's do best of seven. Just keep me booked. for. <laughs> Let's do best. Look, Dave, if you're listening, I'm willing to do a best of seven with Lindsay Snow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got to build to that. So give me a story before that. All right. So anyways, yeah, let's get to questions. But pri- right before that, let's break some bad news. Uh, oh. Level Up Pro Wrestling Show at the end of the month. <clears throat> Canceled. And also the Canna Pro Wrestling Show. Is the canceled pro wrestling show. At the end show. of the month is canceled. I was looking forward to that, man. I, I know. We were going to have a match that I thought was going to be a lot, of, uh, a lot of fun for us and for the crowd. The Godfather was supposed to be there. I was, yeah. I was like excited to, to turn that in. hoe train into a no train. But uh, <laughs> not so happening. They canceled both. Those I'm still shows. a dad. I got dad jokes. Adam, Adam shook his head on that one. Nope, that's not. So good. Adam, go ahead and uh, hit that gong mm. for our wrestling careers of 20. 20- oh, that's right. You can't do that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Devin and I's career might be it. It might have. It might be done. I don't with- know, man. We just we just got. You know, thrown into the Sarlacc pit. I don't know if we'll ever come out. Hopefully, 2021, we actually have some uh, bookings pick up. What a depressing fucking end of the year. Well, I told you we have uh, a couple dates. I gave you some dates today on the phone. For next year. For next year. <laughs> For next year. We'll see. And those might be in jeopardy, depending on what tier we're Who in. Who fucking knows? You see, yeah. LA is going to go like onto some curfew. What? Yeah. They're getting serious. Up this is there. some escape from LA shit, isn't it? They are. They're going to like enforce a curfew. They're going hard. Up well, New York's been in a curfew pretty much since the beginning, like 10 p.m. I mean, obviously, mm. it's New York, so people what's, still work, so people are still out. But what, What's weird is, like, L.A. is so spread out, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, New York, you're, like, you're all in, you know, 30-story high right. Yeah, like, it makes sense. Like, yo, stay in the fucking house because we can't have you guys out and about. Like, one person goes in the elevator, it's infected, right? But here, there's really not elevators. Like when, they, when you say LA, say L.A., do you mean all of L.A. or do you mean, like, downtown L.A.? I think all of LA. 
That's what I'm saying. L.A. County. Yeah, LA they do. County. They're yeah. doing LA, it by county. I mean, every part in California, I guess, is going to that purple. What tier, is L.A. So. the third biggest city or something like that? Second. Is it second biggest city? Yeah. In the U.S., right? Yeah, New York and New York and L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to those questions. Let's go to the questions. Let's have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this one's fun. I've been very excited to ask Mike this question. So uh, here we go. I know. He was telling me in the car that he was, can't wait to uh, see so This her. is from uh, P.D. Skeeves. Is that how you say his name? Uh, that is uh, the Rebel Storm. Okay. Howdy, Hogs. If Broadway opened back up and put you two in charge of making a pro wrestling musical, what would the plot be and what are some of the numbers from the show? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I, um, <laughs> You know what? Okay, let's say <laughs> let's say like I'm not very creative as far as that shit, right? But how sick would it be if there was a Broadway show based on the Attitude Era, right? <laughs> like that'd be that's fun. fun. Um, that that's probably that would be the 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 play musical whatever that I would want to go see. I'd be like, wait a minute, they're gonna base this on the <clears throat> Attitude Era? I'm fucking there. Maybe we should do that, Dev. Yeah, let's do it. We let's just time. fucking move on, man. It's <laughs> it start so it's the first the first scene it just opens on this guy in generic gear, right? Who lucks into a match, finishes with a I don't know, a biblical reference in a promo, <laughs> takes the fuck off, and then the end is him beating the shit out of his boss in the ring and spraying him down with beer. Here it is. Here here's the opening scene of my musical, right? or my Attitude Era musical or, or, or play, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be uh, Stone Cold's character cutting the promo, the 316 <clears throat> promo, right? And then you're going to have the guy playing Vince McMahon walk out and do that speech uh, introducing the Attitude Era, right? He's like, we're going to be more real and have yeah. more real storylines and blah, 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 right? And then I would just crank it into to the Attitude Era. Yeah, but I want the the theme song has to be the old raw theme. Oh song. Oh my god, yeah. So that's the main number. I can't. I don't even know the words because. <laughs> Would you want the guy singing the Austin three sixteen yeah. promo? Oh no 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 wait no, no. sing the promo. Yeah, this might have to be a play. I don't know if this can be a musical. No, I think it. I think it works out that way. As what? A play? Yeah. A Broadway play? Because you look, you got the DX boys in there. Yeah, and I need all the theme music too, like the attitude theme music. Yeah, you, especially the opening for Raw, and then uh, you know, like the yeah. Remember, fucking dude, we're gonna have Stone Cold Bret Hart in a ring that's on fire. Oh, dude, I'm, who else was in there, bro? How about this sexy Ahmed boy? Johnson. I'm just Ahmed a sexy Johnson. boy, say, and you have the whole chorus, sexy boy. This is some good stuff. This man. is good. That was actually a good question. We reserve the rights to all these, yeah, these ideas. How, what's the finish for the play? What killed the Attitude Era? Cena? Oh, so no, Cena I think it was in. way over by then. I'm trying to think of when the Attitude Era ended. How does this Probably end? when they bought WCW. Yeah. So the ending of that, the ending of the play. Oh, is, yeah, the ending is, of the play is the is, name says McMahon, but it says Shane McMahon. Yeah. Dung, and they dropped the Because I feel like after that, they didn't really need to be edgy anymore because yeah. they didn't have any competition. Yeah, you're, so you're, you're, like, you're, you're 100% correct on that. All right, there you go. So There's, it just ends with Ric Flair wrestling in a shirt. <laughs> 
him and Sting. <laughs> yeah, him and Sting, Sting wrestling with shirts on. That was terrible. There's my there's my answer. Uh, wow. PD, thank you. Actually, I actually thought that was a bullshit question, but then once I thought about it for a second, I was like, wait a minute. Jesus. This might be something here. Give this guy too much credit. All right. What else? All right. So speaking of the Attitude Era, uh, SoCal Gabe checks in. What up, Gabe? Says, Attitude Era WWF used to bring in four or five million viewers, and pre-COVID, WWF <laughs> was bringing mostly under two million viewers. If the members of the podcast were to take over for Vince McMahon, what would you change backstage on TV, pay-per-view, and to the roster an attempt to bring in higher viewership? Um, wait, we have to we have to change something. Is to, this like stories or what do you mean? Uh, no, just it's pretty much like the viewership has gone down considerably since the, so not since then, but even over the last couple of years, viewership in WWE has been dipping for years now. What would you guys like to see that would maybe bring you back to being more interested or things you think would interest other people? Uh, first of all, all like the heavily scripted promos. Get, get That's the, the first thing I was going to say. Get them Take the fuck out of unscripted here. Unscripted promos. Get them the fuck out of here. Find out who your talkers are. Get a fucking mic in front of them. Anybody <clears throat> that doesn't have good talking skills, give them a manager uh, that can talk. Um... Uh, tone down the set you know the one thing that I loved about the Attitude Era was how literally how raw it was you had a big Titan Tron above the entrance where the guys walked out and then that was it right? you didn't like the pay-per-view sets oh those are fucking well, I, great I like them too but like, they were four pay-per-views yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would go down to like four to six pay-per-views a year yeah, I, and and I want I want the originals. I want SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. Give me King of the Ring. I want King of the Ring too. WrestleMania. Um, I would, I'd probably <laughs> fire a lot of the writers that didn't have any wrestling experience. I'm going down. I'm going down to. Uh, I'm going down to. Just one, two, four, five championship belts total. So you got a heavyweight. You got a intercontinental. Tag team, women and women tag team is what I'm going down to. I think, yeah, there's too much um, attempted comedy. And I would legitimately split the brand. I'd be like, you're your own company. We're our own company. Well, here's another question I thought about the other day. Would you guys go back to trying to, like right now, so if you're going to WrestleMania, you're going to see the WWE. You're not going to see a specific person like back in the day. You'd go to see Cena, The Rock, Austin, Hogan. And it's obviously intentional that he's attempting because he's now had a bunch of guys leave him. Vince is trying to say, well, I'm going to make the WWE the brand and not the wrestlers. Would you would do you think that would improve ratings if they had like a big star who they could market to like? I think that's always going to bring in, you know, you look at Rock. Austin, Cena, Hogan. You've always had the on the guy, you know, the guy that's working on top. And uh, you know, you, you got to have those kind of guys. Yeah. You, they I think they lost their edge and they refused to give it like the whole Cena thing like he's going to be his a face his whole career. Like at some point you got to listen to the fans. I think one thing you have to do is like maybe other than your main WrestleMania storylines only book like a month in advance. A month, like four shows in advance. Like this is what we're doing for the next four shows. If someone takes off with the fans, like we're gonna listen to the fans. Well, just to think of how little mainstream wrestling is now. Like Sasha was on the Mandalorian. 
Right. Had nothing to do with wrestling. Right. John Favreau saw her on like the hot ones, whatever right, that right. is. So it had nothing to do with wrestling. He didn't even mm. know she was a wrestler. So it's it's like people are getting to and then they didn't even like advertise that she was on the show until after it had aired. Like you would think, oh, one of our superstars is on fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Remember you'd how think you'd promote a, it. Remember how big of a deal they used to make it when like uh one of the divas was on Playboy? Yeah, or when Stone Cold was on like Nash Bridges, you or would hear T- all about the cover it. Cover of TV Guide. Yeah, like yeah, when but, TV but Guide they, was they a they thing. Were, yeah, but they were only on those because of how hot they were in wrestling. Yeah, but Cena yeah. is a pretty recent example of a guy that was mainstream, right. popular, hot, like right. did stuff. That's like, true. Yeah, I, I would. So I uh, like who's their most marketable star to you right now? Do you Reigns. Think? Yeah, probably yeah. Reigns. And they turned him heel after everyone said that they well, should. Well, it's perfect. I mean, they should yeah. have. They should have done a long time ago. That's what I'm saying. You got to listen to your people. So, But who's second? Reigns gets hurt, tears his ACL tomorrow. He's out for a year. Who's that? Because think of it. When Austin broke his neck, Rock stepped in for him, became The Rock. Yeah, if that right. happens today, they don't have anybody. So it's basically just like, here's the WWE. See, I think this is the problem with them hiring a lot of well, McIntyre is great. You're talking about like personality. He's great, but like, I don't. Brock I too. I like him, but is he marketable? I don't know. I, I, I right now, I think Reigns is probably doing the best Dominic. job as far as mar- mar- <laughs> marketability. But uh, one thing I, I think they they need to really step away from is hiring so many guys from outside of wrestling. You know, like other kind of athletes from other sports. Because the amount of, um, uh, how can I say, the amount of uh, experience you get from working the indies, from working other promotions, smaller promotions all around the, the world, is you can't teach that in one place. You cannot teach that in one place. So I, I, I think they need to stop hiring so many people with not with 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 no experience in wrestling because the guy that took it upon himself to go join a wrestling school by himself, pay for it himself, you know, hit the roads to shows by himself and, you know, a group, a a car with people, a lot of that, that, that carries some weight. And if you look at it now, a lot of the guys that are, are flourishing in the WWE right now are the guys that have prior experience you know, I think Rain, you know, Reigns and and, White, and Bray Wyatt are like only the two guys that like didn't have experience. They they went straight into the system. Yeah. Right. They went straight into the system. So. But one of them was well, they're both legacy guys. Too, yeah, they're both so legacy like, guys. Yeah. But still, like having the experience from working smaller shows, working in front of different crowds, <laughs> different <laughs> areas, all that kind of stuff, it it, it carries a lot of weight. Um, so I th- I'd like to see them chill out on hiring so many like college athletes and former pro re- like pro uh, sports athletes and bring in some guys that truly want to do this and this is the only thing they've ever done you know this is the only thing they've wanted to do since they were kids and and they put in like some serious time to learn because when you really look at it the length of time that Cena was on top is insane when you really think yeah, about it. Like yeah. that's how much he loved wrestling. He did it for he was on top for what, like fourteen years, something Long like time, that? Man. Like no one else has done that. Long time. And you know, some people will say, Well, was he really on top? Whatever. Yeah. 
All right, next question. Here we go. All right, so Thank this you for is the question. Uh, from you sent me this. You texted me this. So this is from this is from Drew P A. All right. So his first question is: God forbid, doctors told you tomorrow you had a career-ending injury. Would you sought out other doctors for a second opinion and try to somehow find a way to still wrestle? God, no. I'm done. Later. Uh, it depends on what the injury is. And also at this age, I'm 38 years old. Like, you might as well just call it a day. Well, I think the best example of this is Edge and Daniel Bryan. So two guys who you pretty much thought there was zero chance they could ever wrestle again. Yeah. And then they, you know, kept plugging along and finally figured out ways to do it Dude, if we're making money and we're, you know, headlining main events of of WrestleMania, that's one thing. But when you're doing, like, what we're doing, it's it's already a grind. And it's... Well, I think the question is if you made it somewhere. Like, even if you made it to somewhere like impact or mlw and you got an injury no i don't care you wouldn't per- keep continue no. to pursue i also think you'd be like what injury are we talking about are we talking about a neck injury are we talking like a leg industry yeah. injury or something like that how about alex let's go with this the alex smith injury where he busted his leg and like took him, four pieces and it like they he got infections from the the yeah. surgeries and like blood problems and all that shit and have you seen his leg now no is it all is it all mangled Bro, it looks like uh, like Gandalf's walking stick. It's uh, just all it's types all of fucking up. crooked. He's still a starting quarterback in the yeah. NFL right now, but it is like and it took the him most, what, like three years, something like that, two years. But it's the yeah. most disgusting leg I've ever seen in my life. So if I had that injury, I'm 38 right now. Let's say I'm returning. I don't have a professional sports team's money behind me, right? No, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Uh, but like, let's say like, cause I've heard of this before, man. People were like, Oh, the doctor said I'd never work again or I'd never wrestle again. And it's like, dog, you broke your wrist. Like maybe try and get a second opinion, <laughs> but, uh, it just depends on the severity of the injury. And cause I think a lot of doctors will probably say that, right. A nurse and a doctor will always say that you should probably go get checked out. Um, no matter like what it is. Well, it's crazy is back in the day, a, a torn ACL was the end of your career. Oh man. Yeah. 100%. But now it's like you're out for nine months. Yeah. All right, so. get in there, kid. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just depends. And like I said, at this age. How about a torn ACL? That's all it is. You tear your ACL, you're 38. You tear, no, fuck that. You tear both your ACLs. <laughs> that's, see, that makes it a little more life or career threatening. You, you tear both yeah, your ACLs. Yeah, I think you're about done. Yeah. I think you're about done. Right. Especially at this age, at 38. If I was 21, I'd be like, oh, I'll be back in by the time of 23. But at 38. I'm sorry. Like, well, because when you're younger, you're also going to heal quicker and feel better yeah. quicker, right? Well, you just you have fucking time, man. Yeah. What you if know? you What if you broke your collarbone on a roll? I, I probably should quit the business. <laughs> I probably should quit the business. Yeah, you definitely should. All right, here we go. But you don't. <laughs> uh, all right, this is still from Drew from PA or Drew PA. If you were to retire tomorrow, looking back at your career to this point. Would there have been anything you've done differently? Got Any signed. regrets? I would have got signed. I would have gotten better. Um, <laughs> I would have done more things. Yeah, it's. Yeah, there's a lot of things I would have uh, changed. Do I have regrets? Of course I do. Anybody that says, "Oh, I don't have any regrets," fuck off. Um, I would have. I would have done some stuff. I would have probably spoken up. Um, I probably would have changed. So when I went to Orlando for my tryout, I, the promo I did. I, I look back at it now and I go, I shouldn't have done that. I should have really said what was on my mind at that moment because of what I was going through. And I should have fucking, I should have expressed it. Right. But instead I thought like, Oh, they want to, 
a promo, a wrestling promo. I gave him a fucking wrestling promo, and it was fucking stupid of me. I should have really, you know, spoke about what was on my, you know, that was what was really on my mind at that moment. Uh, you know, I, I see other like. What would that have been? What do you mean? What would have been on your mind at that moment? I would have been like, oh well, I just got told that I can't fucking try out, <clears throat> and I would have explained the whole fucking thing, and then I would have said, I'll be in that ring before the end of this fucking tryout, and I would have dropped the mic. I mean, I, I could like go into the whole fucking story, but we're gonna be no, 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 no. I got, I, I, I just was curious because you said I could have told um, what was on my mind. You know, there's, I think about this. You know, like I just went to, I went and did a, a New Japan tryout up in LA, and you know, the feedback that I got from Rocky Romero was, oh yeah, you move really well, but you're just too old. And I'm thinking like, I don't even know what I'm trying out for here. What the fuck do you mean I'm too old? What does that fucking have to do with anything? Like, I should have said this to him. Like, why? what do you mean I'm too old? What do you fucking mean that I'm too old? <clears throat> too old for what? You haven't even told anybody what this tryout is for. Are you talking about, like, being a young boy and living in a house with five other, you know... Yeah, of course I'm too fucking old for that. But tell me what's going on. Because I can fucking wrestle just as good as the rest of these fucking young kids here. You know, like, what are you looking for? Like, long term here? Or, like, what? Because I got five years left in me you know I should have fucking said something like that but I didn't I just stood there and I was like okay alright you know like sometimes you just sit there and take it when really it's like why Why didn't you fucking speak up and say well tell me tell me why why am I too old I'm 38 years old and I can move pretty fucking well I think all they I think all they did was take young lions in right young boys because they didn't really take anyone older right I'm just I'm trying to remember who, I don't know who, who came out of there who's a new young boy that, that the LA Dojo has Fredericks Carl Fredericks no he's not he's been there for fucking two years right but that was the one that they took in right that was like the first guy no, that they took they in they took in a whole bunch of guys but that's two years ago and they were brought in to be young boys yeah no point in this trial did they say by the way this, this is just to be young boys guys <clears throat> we're trying to find you know new people to bring in the house and all that kind of stuff so I don't know what that trial was for I don't know what it was for. And I wish I would have said something and said, listen, if you're saying I'm too old to wrestle, <laughs> you know, like we got a problem here because I'm not. No. But if you're saying that I'm too old to go live in a house with some kids and, 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 and wrestle every day. Yeah, I'm way beyond that. I have a wife. I have a house. I have two dogs. Business. I have a podcast. I have a podcast, <laughs> sir. So, of course, I have regrets. Um, and I would have done things differently. But you know what? That's Monday morning quarterback, right? Everybody, oh, you, you should have done this. Oh, that's that's great that you fucking said that now that you know exactly how it played right. out. So, all right. Thank you. Good question, Drew. All right, so this one is from Casper. This is on Twitter. Casper, D-A-T, Ryhard. Sonny Munoz, Munoz, level up. So I'm guessing it's one of the <sighs> students at the school. Uh, this is actually a good question. Which turn was better business-wise and storyline-wise? Austin face turn or Hogan's heel turn? Go ahead, Dev. You can go first on that. Say it again. Uh, which turn was better business-wise and storyline-wise? I, I guess you could decide. Uh, Austin's face turn or Hogan's heel turn? Uh, well, business-wise, it was Hogan. Because face-wise, Austin did it to himself. That wasn't planned. That wasn't in the books. Like, he became an overnight sensation. They weren't like, hey, Austin, uh, you're getting eliminated from the King of the Ring tournament, but due to an injury, you're going to come back and you're going to cut a promo. You're going to go to the, you know what I mean? Like, that shit was all Austin. So, because of that, 
because of just the circumstances, I'm going to have to go with Hogan because that was actually planned. They were trying to figure out who the third member of the NWO was. I think it was supposed to be Sting originally, and Hogan's like, fuck no, I want a piece of that pie. They had Sting was the backup. He was the backup. Okay, so because of that, because it was actually planned and an office and a writing team were behind it piecing it together, I would have to go with Hogan. Um, obviously, the NWO in Austin 316 rivaled each other. I don't know what was more popular, what sold more shirts. I know Austin single-handedly sold more shirts, but I think did the NWO sell just as many shirts as a unit? Yeah. I have no idea. Both of them changed wrestling. Yeah. Um, but Austin, was, Austin wasn't a heel or wasn't a face turn. Austin did it to himself. He was, we were talking about not scripting shit and going with the crowd, and he turned the crowd. Yeah. So it wasn't the office that did that. So he, I think the answer by default has to be Hogan's heel well, turn. This is just a question. Like, this isn't how I think, but bec- <clears throat> do you look at it in terms of the <clears throat> fact that Austin basically saved the WWF? Yeah. So they are still around because of Austin. Do you look at that in any way and think maybe business-wise – Austin's was better because if Austin doesn't turn face, which I mean, you could say he got turned by the fans, but if they never give him a chance, like they wouldn't today, they wouldn't do what they did with him today. WWF doesn't exist. And we're talking about WCW right now, maybe because you know, Turner almost fucked that up too, but business wise, do you look at it like that? I Uh, agree with Devin. Uh, When did, when did Austin turn face? The official term was WrestleMania 13 after the Bret Hart match. He was he a heel was, up to that point. When he, he was, when, when he he was 50-50 face going. Yeah, he, was, he was pretty much a heel up to Here's that point. Here's the thing. I don't even... Like, I remember that match, but I had no idea that was the huge face turn. You know, like, to me, like, Austin gradually <clears throat> yeah. turned face. Well, that was like the... They did the double switch, basically, yeah, which yeah. everyone talks but about. it wasn't so defined. Right. Yeah. You know, as like, oh, that's the face turn. The like, Hogan heel turn is iconic. It yeah, absolutely the Ho- is. The Hogan heel turn is the most memorable fucking heel turn. It's 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 more memorable than fucking Sean putting putting Marty through the fucking barbershop window. It was it was a genius decision. A fucking genius decision. Uh to me, the NWO Hogan turn was a lot better. As far as I mean, it stay it saved WCW, right? Um, WCW, even like, how long were the Outsiders in WCW before they announced Hogan as? Well, they were only there for a couple months, few months, right? Yeah. So prior to even to even Scott Hall showing up, WCW was still kind of a little hokey, right? They were Um, the old guys, yeah. And Nash and Hall showing up gave it some edge. I remember being like, what the fuck is Razor yeah. Ramon doing there? What's Diesel doing there? Yeah. Coming out of the crowd is fucking genius. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden they fucking hit you with the fucking haymaker with Hogan turning. Uh, it was genius. So to me, even though I was a huge Austin fan, the NWO Hogan turn was better business. Now, did it last? No. Obviously, like bad contracts, they're throwing money. You know, a lot of these old vets are kind of like looking for like the the cakewalk contract, you know, where they just show up for TV and that's it. And they put too many people in the NWO. <clears throat> and they put too many people in the NWO. And w- and with the Austin thing again, it was the it was the initial promo. Yes. At King of the Ring, that's when you started seeing the next night Austin three sixteen shit all over the arena. Back when 
signs meant something. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't hashtag anything, so you had to bring a sign. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, then there was a slow build towards his, the submission match with Brett, and that was after he was recovering from a broken neck. Very slow. Um, a broken freaking neck. Broken freaking neck. That was No, that was Angle that had a broken freaking neck. Yeah, sorry. but still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he so he was recovering from the neck injury going into that where he cut a couple promos that were still fucking fire. But the crowd wasn't all in on Brett. They weren't all in on Brett. There was people that loved what Austin was saying. He was like, bro, you talk about political theater and stuff and the shit that Trump says and how it lights a fire under people's asses. Mm-hmm. Austin was saying shit at the time. It was the same thing, even though it was a little counterculture. People were like, oh, fuck yeah. I hate Brett his stupid pink clothes, and he's so boring. He does yeah. the same shit over and yeah. over again. I don't give a fuck if he's been the champion. This guy's shit. You know what's funny, too, is I was a Bret Hart fan. Yeah, me too. And then once Austin started talking that shit, yeah. And kind of becoming like the edgier, cool guy. You're like, this guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Brett's cool. Brett's right. cool. But like, nah, I, I, I got to go on Team Austin now. Yeah. He, he did. Um, so of all the, I mean, Austin's got so many iconic promos. And this one probably wouldn't even, no one even would, would remember this. But at the time, I remember being like, holy shit, that was great. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, he's, they said something and they were going back and forth. I, I don't even know if Austin was talking to Brett or if he was talking to an interviewer. Um, but he said, uh, talking about Brett Hart, Brett the Hitman Hart. He's like, you put an S in front of that H, that's exactly what I think about him. He's <laughs> a problem or with the, Brian the, Pillman. The Hitman. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Hitman. And I was like, God damn. That was money right there. <laughs> like, it was so stupid, but it was like, for some reason, it like it registered with me. And I'm like, yeah. God. There's so many uh, of like the younger students, right, that wrestle now. Yeah that I talked to and, and these kids weren't even alive which is yeah. crazy to fucking think when, when the Attitude Era when like. the, way too old <laughs> when the Attitude Era was going on and I talked to them and I'm like do you guys go back and watch like on, on the network like those years and they don't and I'm like you guys Even. don't understand that was must see TV every Monday night and if you look back on it now when the wrestling was so unimportant back then like oh it, yeah and when they wrestled they didn't really do anything well I, I I that's the thing I love about those years is it's it's solid <clears throat> wrestling but it's unpolished you know it's very rough around the edges so it does look legit right it does look legit. Um, it's not clean, you know, like I think we've talked about, do talk about that like last week or something like that stuff being too clean, too choreographed, too planned out. It looks like it got rehearsed 10 times prior to the show starting and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, Hey man, maybe it's okay for like people to fuck up every once in a while. If it, if it brings some realism to it, you know, a little bit of a little dirtiness to it. One of my favorite things is, um, finding a new way to interact with the ring to make something look like a fuck up. Uh-huh. Um, we did a show out in Arizona for AWF and uh, it was in their older venue. Um, had a lower roof and they had these like... You're talking about the old school? The old school, yeah. Yeah. And they had these air conditioning units that hung down from the ceiling. That's right. That, I remember you doing something with that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was wrestling um, The Prophet? Yeah. Arizona Prophet, right? Mask mask guy out there in uh, in Arizona. And he's like, oh, I do this thing. I go up to the top rope, um, and then I kind of do like a taker walk with it, and I'll come down and, and give you an arm drag. You know, like like a lucha style, like walk the ropes, give you an arm drag or whatever it was. And I go, if you're going up there, I'm just going to throw you into that air conditioning unit. 
Yeah, I remember. He's like, it. what? I remember. And it. I'm like, well, you're already right there. I mean, if this happened in real life and you were, your head was a foot away from it, I'm gonna launch you into that thing. So he's like, he's like, oh, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, let's see if we can practice it. And if we, if it works, great. If not, then we'll scrap it. And uh, we get to the spot and we go up. And um, I specifically called this out. I'm like, I want this to look as real as possible. And I want the ref to try to stop me and like be like, no, dude, he's fucked up. Like, get back while I like work on him. So anyway, he's walking the line and I grab him and launch him. And he, sm- you know, it's such a, you know, it's a hollow metal thing. So it makes a great noise. Yep. Boom. Hits his head on it. You know, he's, he's already standing on the top rope. He gets launched a foot and a half in the air. Whacks his head on it, does a weird, awkward bump sell into the ring, and the crowd erupts, holy shit! And yeah. it wasn't like a holy shit, holy shit. It was like, oh my god, like just chaos on top of chaos because people are like, what did I just see? Is this guy alive? Like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? And so the crowd's all on their feet up in arms, and I'm like, fuck you, like, I'm the man, I'm the shit, you know what I mean, like, to the crowd, and the referee's holding me back, like, no, 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 stay the fuck over here, like, I gotta check on him. And he's over there, like, on top of Prophet, like, checking on him and I, here I am coming over like oh I'm talking like it's a like it's a fight like you threw the knockout punch and you're going back over there for more and he's like holding me back and shit and that was like that lit up you know so stupid but like Arizona wrestling Twitter for like one night yeah no <laughs> but, I, me- I remember that I was, but, I was peeking through the curtains and I remember seeing that yeah like, that but, was awesome. but there was unfortunately not enough footage of it <laughs> there was like a couple cell phone like I'm I'm this was right before um like small clips and gifs became like the thing for wrestling Twitter. Yeah, this is like five months, six months before that shit. I, I'm convinced that that thing would have gone so viral had uh, had it been at the right time. But there wasn't enough clips of it. No one knew it was coming. Right? I should have told someone to have a camera ready. But uh, yeah, man. Like I, for me, that type of realism. Like you're saying, like oh, um, you know, something where there's a fuck up where it looks, it adds another level of realism. So like, I like doing stuff like that. Unique things around the ring. Like no one gets tangled in the ropes anymore. Yeah. Like I like shit like that. Like, okay, you know, put them on the top, let them fall and let it, let their leg get caught. Like that stuff is super interesting to me. Um, any, any way that you can use the ring to your advantage, but, um, you know, be funny is when the ref is like trying to hold you back or like stop you. If <laughs> this just popped in my head. If like he slides back over to fucking the prophet and starts doing chest compressions, <laughs> like how funny! Would that be? All of a sudden, like prophet wakes back up. Like, it was funny. And then we bring out the remote control. And then you can bring out the remote control and you do your stop fucking slow motion and all that bullshit. And you yeah, just kill but it talent. was like it was it was such a cool like moment that I'm glad I got to do. Yeah. But little things like that, you know what I mean? That you can like how we we do like a one of our things we're doing is before everything should hit the fan is we do like a wishbone to guys on the outside, whip them into the corner, slide on under and rack their nuts on the, you know, on the post. And that's something that's so easy, but no one does anymore. And it looks legitimately painful. It's just good old fashioned fun. <laughs> it's just old fashioned fun. Yeah. Like little things like that in the, in the battle Royal that we just did up in uh, Hollywood a couple weekends ago, I was in the ring with someone uh, and I'm like, you know, put me. I was sitting on the top uh, posts there, and I'm like, dude, rack my nuts, and then just, <laughs> you know, pull the ropes up and down. Just something different. It's, you know, you've seen it. It's not anything new, but playing with the ring, make it look a little more real. Uh-huh. Anyway, I also, yeah, you know what I hate is I hate seeing a spot that goes viral, and then people try and recreate it in their match, and it's like, come on, yeah, come on. Let's uh everybody saw that gif 
Yeah. And obviously you did too. Yeah. Let's 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 change it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It was it was a insult that I used to hear back in middle school. My buddy used it on everyone. If he heard them singing a song, he's like, "Oh man, who sing, who who uh, who sings that?" And they're like, oh, Mariah Carey. He's like, yeah, let's leave it that way. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep <laughs> you know it that I way. mean, it's the same thing with wrestling. Like, oh, who does that? He's like, oh, Ricochet. He's like, yeah, all right, man, let's keep it, let's that, keep way. it that way. Cool. Do we have any more questions? Is that it? Yeah, we have one more from the same guy. Uh, <clears throat> which one that got away dream match feud would you have liked to see the most? So the options are Kurt Angle and Bret Hart, Michaels and The Rock, Austin and Hogan. Out of those three, which one would you like to see? Or just rank them. Austin in your Hogan. Order. Austin Hogan. Austin Hogan. That's easy. Uh, I would have lo- I would have loved to see Angle and Bret Hart, but to tell you the truth, I didn't even think about that until this person just Yeah, that's like the, one of the more common dream matches people always talk about. Uh, but if you want what's going to do the most money, obviously. Yeah. Austin Hogan. It's like Austin what you Hogan. talked about a couple weeks ago when you asked the question. Uh, this was like months ago now. But the question of what match is the biggest match, and you talked yeah. about the flare match or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah. So we're in agreement, right? Yeah. Austin Hogan. I, yeah. I, I I was listening to uh, Oodles of Money Hogan's podcast, or not Hogan's uh, Austin's podcast when he was interviewing Hogan, and they were chat they were talking about that how they fucked up, and I think it was because Austin kind of had like a little bit like a attitude like I don't need him, uh, <laughs> I don't need Hogan to to have a good match like a big match or some shit like that anyways it's, it's one of those things where it's like he, he, he regrets it obviously he like he's like I had my fucking head up my ass back then yeah and Hogan's like all I wanted to get was to get you in a, in a room and I guarantee we could have talked it out and like figured it out and, and it's, it's just one of those things where you're like god damn it like so much money oh so much money left on the table man I mean look at what the, the Rock and Hogan did could yeah. you imagine what Austin and Hogan would have done like Huge man. I'd love to see like a really well done, like animated version of that, like, like the a old, C- uh, like a CG celebrity death match. Yeah, but but not not like no, not like that. I mean, like a that really well sick. done like CG version of it or animated version. Like Holograms. That. Hologram. Like, like they do, like they do for concerts. Yeah, they just hologram a, a match between Austin and Hogan. Yeah. Uh, Vince, if you want to use that, just give me ten percent. <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. I wonder how far away we are from doing that hologram. They can do it now. Yeah, but like, can they do that for like wrestlers, or does it have to yeah. be like for just like performers? Yeah, they do like, it for wrestlers. Really? Yeah, be interesting. I mean, oh, they're moving, doing a movie with I mean, James who, Dean, who's been dead for bro. They should start doing that years. for the Hall of Fame. Who the fuck needs uh, pro wrestlers when you can just hologram people in there? For the Hall of Fame, they should start doing that. Just doing like dream matches? No, no, no. For when they do the Hall of Fame speech, if someone's dead, just put their hologram up there. Like t- uh, yeah, it's kind like of they like they did that with Tupac. Maybe take like a uh, an old uh, interview or some kind of speech that they did. No, just them, just them on the on the stage when they're like all laid out there at the end. You know what I mean? Uh, on the actual WrestleMania when they're all standing on the stage. Oh, oh, you mean like um, the end of uh, Return of the Jedi? Yes, with uh, yeah. Obi Wan. That's what I want. Uh, Yoda and yeah. fucking Christian Hayden. I fucking hate that shit. Do you guys? Does you you guys are Star Wars fans, right? Yeah. I hate the goddamn remakes of the originals. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. where they add like yeah. one shot first, where they're like, "We didn't have CGI back then, but this is what I really wanted to do." Yeah. And it's like, "Fuck you, George!" Like this fucking is dog shit. And I hate, I fucking hate at the end of the Return of the Jedi. From now on, when it's like on TV, just regular TV, the end of Return of the Jedi, they have the three ghosts. <sighs> 
Yoda, Obi Wan, and it's Christian fucking Hayden. Hayden Christensen. Whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, now, first of all, I just hate it. I hate it. Okay. Second of all, here's my question: You have Luke Skywalker looking at those three, right? He obviously knows Yoda. He obviously knows Obi Wan. He's only gotten a glance of Vader with his fucking helmet off, right? Only has gotten a glance, and it's old Vader, right? There's, from what I kind of picked up, there's no pictures of a young Vader, right? Of uh, Anakin Skywalker. I've got an amendment to this. So hold the fuck on. I'm going to fucking, this is a big point. So when Luke Skywalker is looking at these fucking ghosts, he's going to be like, that's Yoda, that's Obi-Wan. Who the fuck is that kid? Because he doesn't know who what the fucking young Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, he's looks like he's like. my age and shit. That's weird. He's like, who, who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that guy? Here's here's my compromise that, for you. Mark Hamill, they should CGI his, his face to make it have like a confused look on his face. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Here's here's my. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. You, you Devil's don't like, fucking advocate. Here's, let let no no no. Let George have his fun. Let him replace the original Darth Vader actor, but you don't like. Hayden Christensen. So I say you replace it with a little Jake Lloyd Anakin. Just the, oh, <laughs> the little kid. fucking. Not that, I, not that I hate Christian. Uh, what's his name? Hayden, uh, Hayden Christensen. Not that I, met, I hate him. Yeah. I hate the fact that they put him into the Return of the Jedi, the end of Return of Jedi, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's stupid amongst you know some of the many changes that he made for no fucking reason whatsoever. Man, how fucked did that Hayden Christensen guy get? Like, he thought, he probably thought, like, dude, my career is gonna take the fuck off after this. Bro, I he mean, did Jumper. <laughs> he's finally starting to come back around to where people don't hate him as much anymore from those movies. See, I don't know why like, people hate him. He just did a job. He just did the job. Like, when Devin and I saw the Star Wars movie, he his voice was at the end, but we were hoping he would actually show yeah. up at the end of the movie. Like that would have you been. You talking about the the most recent one? Yeah, yeah oh, at yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. very very end when he she hears all the voices. Like yeah. if we were to do that, it would you would have actually seen those people. Yeah, I mean, how much stronger would that have been at the end instead of all the voices coming through? If all like all of a sudden you see uh, they, like, Sam, Jackson Sam Jackson walks Jackson, forward yeah. and Yoda walks all, forward, Hayden Christensen, their ghosts, yeah, kinda, like, yeah. show up yeah, instead of just them something. talking. They're just standing because she's like, and I'm all the Jedi, and then you just see them pop up, and Sam Jackson's like, "What now, motherfucker?" Because <laughs> that would have been good validation for him after all the shit he got for those prequels to like be in that movie in that moment. I, I think anyway, but yeah. Mace Windu was an awesome character, I thought. He was. Anyway, Samuel that Jackson's me, awesome in everything. That reminds so. me, as soon as we're done, I have to tell you about the uh, Mandalorian thing. I almost forgot. I think that's about it for this episode. We have all the questions, Wait, right? We have one more thing. Devin, I think, probably forgot, but we have the return of the promo corner. Do we? Remember Tonight? the promo I sent you? Today? Yeah, the promo we talked about like three weeks ago, you said, save it for the podcast. I don't even remember it. Let's, do it, let's do it next week then. No? I, oh, I mean, we can do it next week. I okay. have it right now. You, it's the Triple H promo. Oh, <laughs> do it, save it for next week. Okay, we'll it's it it's, it's it's really good, good. So, I think we're about to something to look forward to next week. Yeah, we'll probably wrap this up, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, pub beer, cheap fun beer. What's up? Cheap fun beer. What's up? <laughs> Fuck Andy Brown. Go ahead and listen to us. On we're not doing that. Anymore. Oh yeah, don't fuck Andy Brown. He's a good guy. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Devin, what should they do? Like, subscribe, review, buy merch, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, Adam <laughs> slash American Kaiju, or slash Mike Camden. Yep. Or follow us on Twitter at Devin Sparks, at Mike Camden eighty two, 
Adam JMPA. And at Hogsman Pod. That's right. Everywhere. Yep. Except keep for sending in those questions too. Yeah, keep we got five questions. That's great. Yeah, let's I wish keep we would it going. Have five questions when uh, Benny was here and Andy was here. I didn't know Benny was on the podcast until literally the day of the podcast. Yeah. Oh. That's right. I do the booking around here. So <laughs> you said, the, "Can you do Monday?" I'm like, yeah, I got the pen. Happy yeah, Thursday man. to those people listening on on schedule. <laughs> One day late. One day late. So, anyways, thank you for listening to this episode of the Hogs and Pod Hogscast. Hogs cast. Devin, if they want the tip, what do they got to do? They got to take the whole hog. Adios. Adios.